And Yo, we're live and we're live and we're live. Welcome oh God, to the to the Diran Diran Cartel Show. Hey guys, welcome to episode forty-one. And today I've got Doctor Mill, aka Doctor Millard, aka the singing dentist insider. <laughs> My G, how are you, bro? Forty-one. That's but, good, bro. Oh, thank you, bro. Forty-one. Times. What did you think? It was only like a couple, like twelve. I'm going for volume, you know. I mean, quality over quality. <laughs> You're gonna do me like that, bro. No, You're gonna do me like that. No, no but you know what? Thank you for having me, bro. No, anytime, bro. It's know been it's... a long time coming. Secretly, we've been chatting for a yeah, long time yeah. about getting this done, and yeah. it's been hard to to get the diaries sorted. But here we are. I'm pretty sure I was supposed to be on your podcast first. I mean, moving on. Uh, <laughs> um, no, you know what? I, I kind of. I feel like the the podcasts are awesome. Yeah. Audio is fantastic. Yeah. But like video kind of thing is 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 more. I think what I should be doing. Yeah. 100%. And so the fact that you're doing both, hi, video people, yeah. is very clever. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that, bro. You see, you know why? Because I think there's something crazy powerful about like someone like someone like me, especially someone like you, which is why. Are probably how you found out about me. People started tagging you saying you two look like each other. Yes. I think it was because of our facial expressions. Yes. Because your body language, it's like you give that message yep. before you even talk. Right? I mean, look That's at the it. camera. Do your eyebrows, cuz. <laughs> I love it, I bro. Mean, I'm sorry for all your audio people. You properly missed out, man. If I was you, I'd go and check this out. Exactly. Where can they check this out, Diren? On YouTube. Just search the Diren Cartel show. Hey, man's plugging yeah. on my show. I love that, oh, bro. He's a, time, bro. He's a yeah, guy. Before like, I ask you any questions and all yes, of that, sir. yeah. there's one question I ask everyone. It tells me a lot about them. Mm-hmm. What's your Nando's order? Nando's order. That's a good one. So I normally go Nando's with my wife. Yep. So we get that, I think it's the meal platter. Is that mm-hmm. the one where you get the whole chicken and you get two sides? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. we get the whole chicken. Yeah. I actually go lemon and herb. Okay. But then I get the hot sauce because I like to dip it. Yes. I like to be in control of my yes, heat. Yes, same. Not totally battered consistently. And then I get the spicy rice, I get coleslaw, I get chips. We get some halloumi at the start, yeah. get the olives. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much me good to go. Because all it takes is one dickhead in the yeah. kitchen <laughs> to ruin your meal. That's what I'm saying. And whereas you're in control, bro. You see, I like it. So I dip in the sauce. And when there's a little bit of burnage, I ease back. A little bit of coleslaw to calm it down. Wait. And then dip back in again. Why do I feel like you're writing lyrics? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> dip in the sauce. What, um, so where are you actually from? Originally, yeah. Iran. Iran. I was yeah. born in Tehran. Okay. And we left in 1986 yeah. when I was five years old and we came to London. I had family here. Yeah. Uh, both my parents were educated in the UK. My uncle was here doing his PhD. My aunt was running a hospital here at the time. So we had a lot of affinity to the UK. Oh, sick. And so then, a little invitation thing. Yeah. So we okay. kind of we kind of came over. Okay. Um, it was during the war, though, with the Iran-Iraq war. Okay. So it was kind of mad times. Yeah. Mum and dad took me out of that kind of environment. Yeah. Give me a new start in life over here. So, yeah. Grew up in saved London. your life, bro. Pretty much, man. Massively. That's mad, didn't it? All like, the time, yeah. I feel like um, <clears throat> people, like you know what it was like there. You see it. You obviously mm-hmm. still have links to it. Yeah. Which is why I think you embrace life so much and do the things that you do mm-hmm. with um, with what you're doing now in places like the UK. And I feel like sometimes people don't realize how lucky we are here. Do you yeah. agree? Massively, bro. Hundred percent. But and you can see, you can see all the stuff that's still going on. There's yeah. atrocities all over and. Things have changed a lot in the last like thirty years, especially from when I came over. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, we do need to be very thankful. I yeah. wake up every morning, and genuinely, I know people say it and it sounds a bit cheesy, but I'm yeah. genuinely thankful when I wake up and I, you know, thank 
the universe for everything that's happening. And bad things always are going to happen in everybody's life, but it's just putting things in perspective all the time, isn't it? <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Dude, literally. <laughs> I mean, we were like the same. I also want to say, it's great that we're doing this because we're not the same person. I've had this so many times as well. Like, yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because yeah. of the expressions and the beard. Obviously, look at the fantastic head of hair. Can we get that on camera? I mean, look at that. Hair envy up in this. But listen, I've got a cousin that knows someone that knows someone in Turkey. We've got links, bruv. With, with transplanting. Bro, we got Bro. links. But I think that's your image, though. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like, if even if I... I've had people message me as well, like, from the transplant world and the, yeah. the, the tattooing thing. They're like, come and get tattooed on your no, head. No, I'm no, like, no, 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 I mean, no. that just looks weird. But even if I had a hair transplant, I'd just shave it off. Yeah. <laughs> because this bald head yeah. and the beard and the nose, yeah. the hench nose <laughs> and the eyebrows, that's kind of the look now, isn't it? Like, if, if I didn't have that, I just wouldn't... Be bro, first it suits you. Secondly, you very much. high testosterone color. That's what I'm saying, bro. Bro, it shows. No. It shows. But I just want to say something. My videographer women know. She knows, bro. She's like high testosterone. Mm, you can <laughs> smell it. But you know what it is? Yeah. I want to say something because I've discovered in life. I think when you're born, yeah, God kind of looks at you and goes, right, this many hair follicles, <laughs> and you have that in life. And as it disappears from one place, it sprouts somewhere else, because. Like my shoulders, bruv. What on earth you... happened? As I've as I've got closer to forty, yeah. less off the head. I think that they just jumped out the roots, <laughs> ran down the neck, got tired, and just thought cotch, and they're just cotching in my shoulders now. They're random. Like, what is that? There's just the hair sticking out my shoulder. You're the you take you take your jumper off, you take your t-shirt off, and then you got another layer in it, bruv. It it's not even pleasant. Bruv, V-top 24-7, bruv. I've eat that thing up, bruv. You know, all the time, you know. I've eat everything, you know. Everything. Feet. I'm not going to lie. The, oh, hey, the feet is mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, have you ever got a little... Man, <laughs> man's got razors before. Got, on the top of on the, the feet. On the toes and that. Yes, the hobbit foot. Oi, oi, that is... That's true. And secondly, what about on your cheeks? I get on my cheeks. Yeah, yeah. I've kind of decided just, just to leave that one. Because there's only so much you can shave. And yeah. so, and the more you shave it, obviously the thicker and more mangled it'll get. Yeah, you got to so spread it, innit? I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah, I just thought I'll allow that one. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, just yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. draw the line somewhere. So did your parents, uh, they they came to London? Yes. And then... We all came together, yeah. Whereabouts? So at first we settled in kind of West London, so like Kensington. Yeah. A lot of Iranians Jeez, in Kensington. Big time, yeah. Yeah, so we kind of <laughs> ended up there in South Ken. And then I went to school in Ells Court. My, first, my primary school was in Ells Court. Actually, no, tell a lie. First thing we came, because my aunt was based in North, so we lived in Hendon. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we settled kind of southwest, well, west. And then my secondary school was in Battersea. Yeah. Battersea. Battersea. <laughs> um, Battersea. And then I kind of lived around like Wandsworth, yeah. um, Putney, yeah, that kind yeah, of area. That's where I am now. But yeah. they must have put the Turks and the Kurds in a shitty area. They put us <laughs> straight in the ends like, Straight in the hoods. They're like, hey, we're going to put the Turks and the Kurds here, the, the Nigerians over there. <laughs> and you know what? The Iranians, they're giving us good oil. Let's put them in the Let's nice area. Nice <laughs> Love that. Um, but you know what? It's changed a lot. Like South London in general has just changed. But all all areas of London have changed over the last 30. I mean, there's areas now that people go that are really hip and cool that yeah. they didn't used to go yeah. when I was young. This is true. Unless you wanted to get robbed or do some illegal activities. Bro. So it does. I mean... I, unbelievable Brixton. I still can't get over that's what I'm saying I can't get over these type of areas that have now become so gentrified and so kind of hipstery to go to hip I mean even Shoreditch bruv Shoreditch was a crap hole I went to I went to college there yeah. I went to college in Hoxton down the road was a street called Murder Mile yeah <laughs> Murder Mile yeah. and now you got all creatives yeah. in Shoreditch people coming off Love Island getting flats in Shoreditch I'm, I'm like hey, are you sure Murder Mile you sure is you now stay street there? food mile <laughs> You can get some Vietnamese beef <laughs> yeah. down at the mile yeah. now. 
<laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy how much has changed, but it's good. I guess yeah. it's good for the it's good for the city and. You know, we're such a multicultural place here, so it's nice. It's nice to be able to embrace that. That's that. why I love London, though. Yeah. I feel like um, it just helps you learn about different cultures yeah, so massively. much. Of Meeting course. new people, all types of people. Mm -hmm. Would you ever move back in? I don't think I'd move back in now. So I'm based in Ascot now, and very that's I've been there like 14 years now. So that's home now. My kids yeah, yeah. obviously have been born there. Yeah. Um, you know, they're going to school there. I'm settled there massively. Got you know house there. My mum and dad live like seven minutes from me there, so they left London as well. I'm an only yeah. child, so okay. my dad kind of followed, um, which is great to have them so close. And yeah. you know, they're such a good relationship with my, my kids and stuff. So that's home now for sure. But I love that ability to be able to come into London. It takes me like 45 minutes, an yeah, hour yeah, to dip yeah, yeah. in. Do whatever I need to do here. I still know my way around. I'm still like a London guy, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And then when I'm leaving, it's nice. It's nice to know I'm going back to my kind of life yeah, in Ascot. So I've, it's good. I've been. I've done a, a few trips outside of London, and mm -hmm. I can definitely see myself like when I'm old, when I've got kids, and mm -hmm. all of that stuff mm -hmm. eventually going out. Because I think, like you said, it's nice to be able to go into the hype mm -hmm. whenever you want. Exactly that. But also get yourself out of it as well you know like if you miss it a lot. and I feel like there's something about being raised and being from London it's hard to like totally move away from that mm -hmm. do you find it hard? Oh, it's always yeah it's always going to be inbred in you your mannerisms your talk your streetwise kind of you know smartness yeah yeah yeah, your, yeah, your street yeah, smartness. yeah you don't lose that no yeah um but it's nice to be able to kind of you know like you said dip in dip out it's very hectic in London and I don't think I could live back in it yeah, you know, coming in even like a weekend, I can come in, do what I need to do. But yeah, yeah I'm I'm very happy and yeah. settled where we are. You come in and out for work? Yeah, for work, um, meetings, brother. A lot of yeah. stuff is happening. Obviously, on the media side of what I'm doing, there's it's always something in London. You know, yeah. and it's always in like Shoreditch yeah. or other places. You know, yeah. Um, yeah so Soho, you yeah. know where yeah. we are now. So it's, there's 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 always something happening. Um, but the mad but, thing is, you're you're a natural dentist. I'm an actual dentist. You're an actual yeah, dentist. Yeah, yeah. It's not a comedy act. It's not. No. You're an actual dentist. And <laughs> yeah. I looked at um I looked at some of your man out to YouTube you before you came in. I saw some of the stuff you did on TV. When you started dropping bars about teeth and that, I was like, raw. Yeah. I was like, he knows. <laughs> he knows. But it's so smart because I like to try and play that angle with fitness and everything. So I tried to get someone's attention to be able to teach him something. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what you're doing. You know? Exactly. I mean, yeah. if when I have a kid one day. When they say, oh, I'm scared to go to the dentist, I'm ringing you, bruv. I'm coming to you because at least they're going to have a good time there. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think that's so important when you're teaching kids, whoever, do you know what I mean? Massively. And I think that that's kind of one of the main reasons why the whole singing dentist thing kind of happened and, yeah. and took off the way it did because dentistry is traditionally quite a kind of boring-ish subject yeah. and nerve-wracking for a lot of people. So many people are scared of the dentist. They're scared of the unknown of what's going to happen to them. They've heard bad stories of what's yeah. happened to their peers yeah. and friends. So to be able to kind of dispel some of those myths and get people kind of talking about it a bit more, yeah. even just a gentle reminder, even if they stumble upon one of the videos on social media or whatever, yeah. they'll be like, oh, if, they'll learn something because every song has a message behind it. Yes. And the way I kind of write them to be so close to the original song, yeah. but with the dental lyrics, you kind of digest dentistry knowledge without even knowing or wanting to. But the only downside is it fully ruins the original song for you. No, so, bruv. You know. I reckon you've done better, though. I reckon <laughs> you've improved some of them. You know why? It's because, let's be honest, like with a lot of songs, yeah, it's the same old shit. 
Mm-hmm. Unless there's one song you're like, rod, that hit me right here. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? But yeah. anything else is like, oh, you left me, I don't need you. And yeah, which is, all of which this is stuff. weird, you know, because that, I mean, there are some fantastic songwriters yeah. still, amazing songs and things out, but it rarely kind of happens now. It's so, so quick in and out as well. And the way we digest music has changed so much. You know, with the whole streaming thing, you can literally just don't even have to buy anything. You just yeah. listen to it, nah, don't like yeah. it, next one, nah, don't like oh, I'll listen to that a couple of times, next one. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, you had to make an effort, yeah. leave your house, go to the shop. Yeah, yeah, you had yeah. a bit of money, you buy a CD, yeah, you yeah. batter that CD a hundred times. <laughs> it's just kind of how it was. So I think the way we digest music, it's like how we digest everything. It's so fast and quick now. Yeah, yeah. That, you don't appreciate it. Yeah, I think a lot of the time you don't spend enough time to yeah. really look into what it is. Yeah what it is that's gone into making that and but then again you get other songs that just chat nonsense yeah but like so. if you compare the songs like hip hop in the 90s 80s mm-hmm. whatever and then all the bars that get get like <laughs> whap I mean <laughs> like <laughs> what ass pussy bruv I mean like what I'm like and how is that that's banging you got 15 uh, year old girls dancing to that on TikTok My, wow it's yeah. mad isn't it I know. and I'm like I'm trying to scroll past I'm like no no this ain't appropriate yeah Someone's watching me watching this. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm gonna get arrested. Cause I swear, bro. But you, it's yeah, crazy. I know. But then you look at the, the Tupac, Biggie, all of them, whatever. Mm. Like they're actually giving a message. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's changed a lot, and I mean, a lot, a lot of like the new kind of rap songs just have just loads of sound effects. Yeah. In the whole song. Yeah. Like the guy will say something. What what happened? Pardon? Boom. Dab. The ad-libs are crazy now. Back in the ad-libs were just, you said the word again. Yeah. You know, focus. Hocus pocus. That was basically it. Now it's like, focus. Hocus pocus. Shazam. I'm like, what is... Whip it. I'm literally, just might as well just make a whole song about sound with sound effects. But you're... I feel like, like I feel like I'm pretty musical. Like I, lo- I feel like I got rhythm. Right? And brother, you can dance. I've seen you, popping and locking. But I, you know what I think that is? Mm. I think because from cultural backgrounds, mm-hmm. I think when people are poor, right, they appreciate small things: mm-hmm. food, mm-hmm. music, and any level of creativity. So even when I look at like my ancestors doing the hala in that in the village and all that, <laughs> right, I'm thinking, right, but they got rhythm. Yeah, they're on beat. That must have passed on to me genetically or whatever so yep. do you feel like your creativity with music has got a link to that well so my dad was a music producer oh and, in iran okay and um very accomplished piano kind of player my uncle was like grade eight classically trained piano uh, my grandfather on all that side you know played like accordion million different instruments so they, I've come from a very musical kind of family. Okay. My mum can sing legit yeah. style. Yeah, she can dance legit style. So there was a lot of rhythm and a lot of stuff growing up. And in the house, there was always music, always. Okay. So even in Iran, so from when I was born, there was always music. And the yeah. kind of stuff my dad listened to was a lot of jazz, yeah. a lot of soul, um, kind of more, you know, recognised artists would be like Earth, Wind and Fire, yeah. Shaka Khan, oh, Stevie, Shaka Khan? Stevie Shaka- Wonder, oh, hey, okay. and then MJ. Right, okay. so we're talking 80s, yeah, 80, yeah, yeah, 81 yeah, yeah. kind of was when I was born. So for me growing up, Thriller was like the first kind of album I really properly digested and then Bad came after that and I went back and got into Off The Wall. So, you know, there's a lot of rhythm and that was good quality music. Stevie Wonder's probably one of the greatest of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, 
that's what I grew up listening to. So there's yeah. a lot of rhythm there. And I could dance from when I was young. Yeah. I could, I would mimic MJ. I'd sing yeah. along with his stuff. I'd learn the lyrics. And then when I started getting into kind of rap, yeah. um, it was with like NWA and that yeah. era. And yeah, then, yeah. you know, you just you just pick up rhythm because you're listening to good quality kind of music. But you can you can also like, you can produce stuff as well, can't you? Yeah. So how did that happen? Did you learn that from like your uncle? From my dad. My dad, dad, yeah. yeah. So basically we always had studio equipment in the house. Um, And I just learned kind of how to program stuff on keyboards and how to make beats and I can play stuff from here. So if I hear something, I can kind of figure out the notes and play it and figure out the chord progressions and things. And I learned kind of drums from friends that were drummers. And so like I'm kind of... A musical guy so if you give me any instrument i'll make something noise nice out of it oh, that's even if i can't play it, i'll just i'll be able to do something with it so do you yeah. always have like because you spit bars bro. i've seen you spit mm. bars. do you always have bars in the pocket <laughs> um so the bars things that so basically as i then kind of grew up music was always in the house and i just kind of make beats and then just start writing songs to it yeah um just to mimic like the people i was listening to you know the rappers yeah. and the mcs and everything just just kind of what i did as a kid and then jungle music came in like so i was about 12 at the time yeah. so we're talking 91 90, yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of era when i was born yeah and nice <laughs> so, <laughs> so jungle and jungle then the the whole the world of the mc kind of started to really interest me you know chatting fast and chatting lyrics over the beat to hype people up and yeah. you know, writing songs essentially but chatting to just instrumentals that the dj was playing yeah, yeah, so yeah. i started emceeing kind of house parties and things to jungle and then um, jungle kind of progressed into garage, house and garage, speed garage first, then garage kind of started to come up, and I just became like a garage MC again. The house parties here, there, then started doing normal. Well, just gra- grabbing the mic and just yeah, spitting bars, yeah, yeah, and just writing lyrics then, and just kind of listening to what other people were doing and putting my own spin on it. And then I started get, I got on a radio station, a big pirate radio station in South <laughs> London called Delight FM. Which was where So Solid came from. So that was So Solid's station. So Solid oh, sick. Yeah, so I'm, 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 I know the So Solid boys. Me and Harvey are still like really good Oh, wicked. Now. Yeah, yeah, sick, sick, so, sick. Yeah, I was on that station and I started getting bookings. I'd done kind of all the like biggest clubs in London. So hold on. So you were doing that mm. before you became a dentist? Yeah, so that would have started, I think, just before dental school. So like in college, I was kind of doing this type of stuff. So really? Dental school 99. That's when I've really started doing more garage emceeing and bits and making tunes then in studios and yeah even while I was in dental school so in the first year I I had like an opportunity with a record deal yeah yeah my dad said no for real just straight up no yeah it was like music is a hard game I've been I've done it it's it's so unpredictable and you've done all the hard work you're in dental school now stick with it son stick with your education once you become a dentist you can always do music Um, at the time yeah because that's all you want to be is a global superstar right but in hindsight, not at all. If I, you know, if I hadn't, if I'd left dental school, then I wouldn't be where I am now. I don't have any regret of anything. Yeah, good. Because everything has led to me being here in this room chatting to you now. Yeah. So you can never regret something that you've done. You can learn. Yeah. Obviously, you make mistakes. Yeah. But things are only a mistake if you don't learn from them. Hundred percent. A mistake is then an experience, and. That's the how I've always been with stuff. So nah, that happened for a reason. So my dad not let me do that happen for a reason. Then I got a single deal. Like I think I was in the second year then. Yeah. Again for a garage tune. Because at the time, loads of garage tunes were getting signed. You know, yeah. people were getting number ones with garage. It was mm-hmm. it was a commercial music then. And then we had a we had, there was like a group of us. There was uh, three guys and two girls who called the Goodfellas. <laughs> Uh, we're all Iranian, <laughs> so we had that look. And, um, yeah, we got signed. I need for to a see single. a picture. Of oh, yeah, I'll show you after. All right, cool. So and then yeah, man, we went to like Napa, did a tour kind of there, and supported yeah. some other artists and stuff. Yeah, it was wicked, man. So I got to taste a little bit of what that music life was like. 
Um, but then, you know, Garage kind of started to get a bit violent. It started to yeah. turn a bit more kind of grimy and like the the, the clubs and the raves, were, there was a lot of trouble then creeping in. And that's when I kind of thought, and you know media, what? Media wouldn't have helped. No, but they absolutely just trounced it. Yeah. And it would have it would have provoked, provoked people that were not like that to be more like that. Exactly. It's just, but that's how it always is. Music always reflects kind of society and what's happening in society. Yeah. But then they blame the music for what's happening in society when it was already there. Yeah, exactly. So it just, it just kind of highlights something. So yeah. Um, that the the garage thing kind of stopped and then I carried on with music though I always had decks in my house I can DJ I had production equipment always in the house I always make beats just do my little bootlegs my always writing yeah and and then that's when the dentist thing kind of happened like a few years later I'd always just be kind of dropping bars just I'll be driving and just start freestyling to a song on the radio or just whatever so if I dropped you a beat now would you be able to freestyle so here's the thing I'm coming to that so um, yeah, the dentist thing happened. I started and I just started writing songs about teeth, and then I did one accidentally, and that's how it kind of happened. I, a patient didn't turn, come, turn up for root canal, and I just started freestyling about root canal and how horrible it is. And Drake's Hotline Bling was on the radio, and I just started doing it to the tune of Hotline Bling. And then I thought it was quite funny, so I filmed myself doing it, and I sent it to a friend, and he put it online. I told him not to. I was like, "Bro, this is dumb. Don't put this online." And he posted it into a group, dentist group. I didn't even know. <laughs> and then it went, it kind of it had like 300,000 views in like a week on a, on a closed dental group on in, Facebook? in Facebook. Yeah, Mate, that's, that's where... The, that was 2015. Oh, snap. And then I thought, all right, if people like it, let's try and do one. So I actually wrote one. The first one I physically sat down and wrote was Gappy, okay. which was a parody of Happy by Pharrell. Because okay. that was like the big tune at the time. So like yeah, 2016 yeah. now. Um, yeah, and I put that on a YouTube. I made a YouTube page called Singing Dentist and then just put it out there and people started enjoying it, liking it, sharing it. So I just kept writing. Every time a big tune would come out, I'd parody it and yeah. talk about teeth. And I, there'd be certain topics I thought, oh, we could find. So I'd either have a topic first and then find a song that matched it or yeah. would work with it, or there'd be a banger and I'd just redo it because it was just a banger. You had to kind of do the song. It's mad because you're giving value. Yeah, and that's the thing. It was every in every song. There's always a message behind it that will yeah. either help someone to learn about dentistry, not be scared of dentistry, remind them to go to the dentist. So they were all the kind of you know things I was doing, and I started getting loads of messages from people saying, "Oh my god, my kids now brush their teeth to your songs. Thank you. It's no longer a struggle. Oh, I haven't been a dentist in 20 years. I was so nervous, but your videos have really helped me. I just went today. Thank you so much." And I was getting messages of mums, dude, telling me like. You know, my daughter was always so scared. She's like severely disabled, didn't want to go. But due to your videos, you've really impacted, you've changed our life. And when you start getting messages like that, yeah, now, wow, okay, this is this is the kind of good part of what I'm doing. Yeah. So it's worth doing it. And I just carried on. And then people started to hear about it. And then Lad Bible and Uni Lad and yeah, Nine yeah, Gag yeah, yeah. and them kind of pages started posting it. And but that's then what it started I saw to you. go to like, yeah. All of, all of that, I saw you. That's and then I mean. when, when people like, they were like, hey, um, you like the singing dentist? I was like, no way, that's a sick compliment. Because <laughs> you're so <laughs> musical, do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's not even that, it's like the face expressions that you do with it yeah. on the beat. I don't even know what happened with that, brother. That wasn't the first video. So that first random one I did to Hotline Bling, my, my eyebrows just started vibing and my face started doing all mad features. And, and then it just became part of the thing. So then I had to kind of do that in every video. And the eyebrows, so my mum can do that. And there's like an Iranian dance. Um, called Baba Karam, which is like a really kind of slow, like kind of sexy dance. And the women like kind of move the eyebrows to it. My mum always did that. And I used to watch it and kind of learn how to do it <laughs> as a kid. But and you then, can do it to any. Yeah, yeah, I've honed the skill now. Like my. See, I hit every kick, bruv. I hit every kick, every snare. It's there, bruv. <laughs> I've got mad frontalis control. So basically, this muscle across your forehead is called the frontalis. Then you've got two here called the corrugators. I can kind of wiggle all of them. I mean, yours isn't bad. You kind of look like you're having like a... a like a fit. A, yeah, mid-stroke stash. 
That's not bad though. It's not bad, yeah. Your beatbox is good as well. It's not bad. I've got a beatbox. Have you got bars? Have you got bars or what? Nah. So let me come back to the bars. So <laughs> I was gonna. I was like, hey, let me switch it. You so, knew what so, was coming. Yeah, innit? I was coming. So the thing is, so with barring, um, um, um yes, it's with... very much like, um, it's a skill. Yeah, right? it, is, it is. And if you don't do it a lot, you kind of blunt your sword. Yeah. And the more you do it, then the more it sharpens. Yeah. So back in the day, bro, I was sharp. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. just go. Well, Give me anything, a topic. Yeah, anything, just off the dome, anything, just start freestyling, writing yeah. bars. Da, 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 da. Now, because I don't do it as much, I'm kind of, you know, sometimes... When you want to do it, you want to do it well. Yeah, exactly. So you're so, like, no, And freestyling yeah. is such an art. There are, yeah. there are a couple of freestyle rappers I follow... And they are so sick with it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. even if I sat down and tried to write bars, yeah. I couldn't write it as sick as what the guy just made up on the yeah. spot. Like there's a couple of them that are so good with it, yeah, and their yeah, yeah. their use of words is so creative. They have wordplay. They have that. They you know similes and things, and yeah. and the, the things are just sick. And that's straight off the head. And I'm like, yeah. wow, that is just a high level. But that's their craft. Yes, that's what they've did. They're like a black belt in freestyle. Yeah, I'd probably say I'm like a kind of yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe like a blue on a good day. Sometimes though, randomly, yeah, yeah, a purple belt level thing will come out of my on mouth. your own in the car. In the car, yeah, in the car. I'll be driving and then just nonsense. I'll be in a the mood. There's certain you know synapses in your brain that just trigger some days. Yeah, and it. I just write Something some gold, out. bro. There's so much in my voice notes in my phone. And then when I get home, then I kind of listen back to it and write it down. Yeah. Sometimes when I listen back, it's just as good as I remembered. Other times I think, <laughs> what on earth were you thinking? This is garbage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the time, you're feeling it. But, Same with production, bro. Yeah. Sometimes I'll make a tune at home. Yeah. Like at two o'clock in the morning. Everyone's yeah. asleep. I've got my headphones on. I'm in the studio. I'll build a tune. I think, oh my God. But I swear, you, you got a legit tune. single now. Uh, I, I did have, yeah. What? Back back then. Okay. Um, at the start of lockdown, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I oh, like your molars, molars. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, It was yeah, a parody yeah. of I like to move it, move it. Yeah. So that one, it was it was supposed to be like a Christmas kind of novelty yeah. type record, but then lockdown hit, and then we were going to bring out in summer, and then lockdown kind of yeah. hit. So I just said, look, let's just bring it out now, give all the proceeds to the NHS, That's and let's it. just see how it does. Man. And it done all right, considering there was just complete inability to promo a record. Like normally when you promote a record, you've got to go out, you've got to meet people, you've got to do shows, you've got to do radio interviews, you've got to do da da da. There was none of that opportunity. We couldn't shoot a video. So I had to, I filmed myself on my phone in front yeah. of a dusty green screen I bought on Amazon. Yeah. Other online retailers are available. <laughs> and my friend just edited it. And yeah. so it was, it was a difficult kind of project, but I learned a lot about the music industry from that. Yeah. And it was done through a proper label and stuff. So it, oh, was, it was, it was, it was a great experience. You know why you're a sick guy, bro? More. I'm going to do more. What you just said about like giving to the NHS and stuff. I remember asking you, like, I didn't, I didn't realize if you were still like a full-time dentist or not, right? And I asked you, I was like, how much do you charge? You gave me some, like, this is how much I charge. If you just come in there and what, not a problem, like a standard price. And I was like, bruv, why aren't you charging more? And you said something like, no, nah, I'm all about the people and helping out the people. And I was like, I love this guy, bro. Yeah, man. And that's, that's, that's so good, A bro. lot of people get heat and then immediately try to, like, Whoop. monetize off of it. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just, just change what they're doing. Yeah. I'm literally charging exactly the same as what I charged three years ago. We have, I haven't even increased because of inflation or rising costs. Yeah, or yeah, even yeah. now with all the mad, you know, yeah. PP and stuff because of lockdown, all the rest of it, we're still charging exactly the same. Yeah. Because for me, it's a, you know, I'm raising awareness so more and more people go to the dentist. Yeah. So I don't want to then put another block in front of that because there's a financial problem. Obviously, we have to charge. Yeah. We still have to make a... You have you to know, pay people. Yeah, it has to be yeah. a business. Otherwise, we'd have to close down. Yeah. So there has to be a charge, but, 
you know, I, I want it to be as accessible for people and but still maintaining the quality yeah. of what we can do. And it's and it's your place? Yes. And Mark, it's in Ascot? No, so it's in Basingstoke, in more in like exactly. Hampshire. Exactly. Uh, from Ascot, it's like 25 miles to be fair. So it's okay. not close, close, but it's nice because when I then leave Basingstoke, I can detach from dentistry. Dentistry is something that, you know, you have the danger of taking on a lot of people's emotional you know, I don't want to say baggage, because that's the wrong word, but that pressure. thing. Pressure. 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 You know, you have a horrible day at work, you take that home. Yeah. And that's not an unpleasant thing to do then. So for me, that, you know, half hour drive down the motorway, those 25 miles, when I leave Basingstoke and I come to Ascot, I detach everything. I kind of leave all the dead You don't want stuff. to take that to your kids. No, your... exactly. I leave that and I deal with it again in the morning. How many kids you got? Two. Your family guy? Yeah, man. My daughter is six. She'll be seven very soon. And my son is four. Sick. Um, and their dynamic is so jokes, man. And, so you, and nice. you have fun with your kids? Yeah, massively. Like I'm, I'm. So my wife and I kind of, you know, when she was pregnant, we just decided, look, I'm gonna have to be the fun one. You're gonna have to be the mean one. It's just the way it's gonna have to go in life. So just <laughs> grow into that role, babes. That's such like, a good deal for you. <laughs> yeah. So like, mommy does all the like telling off and disciplining and stuff. I kind of, you know, switch sometimes. Yeah. So when daddy switches, it's like a. It's he a switches. thing. Yeah, he switches. switches. Yeah. So I need to kind of control that a little bit. But you do the eye, innit? You give the. But see, that's the thing. I wanted to create the eye, right? Because my dad had the eye. Yeah, my dad's got the eye. Yeah. I'm so like, he just looks at you. Oh, your you know, dad's got the eye. <laughs> Your her dad has got the eye. Her dad has given me the eye a couple times. Wow, you know your place there. I like, know my shrivel. <laughs> like everything goes inside. Inside. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I tried to create that, but my eye. It, it, it gets that reaction. My kids laugh at my eyebrow because the eyebrow goes up, and they're, they're like, like "Hey, daddy, dentist, daddy!" I'm like, "Damn it!" Like, so I've, I've lost the opportunity to the eye. Like, yeah, it don't your happen mi- now. Your missus is great though. My my missus just there is no. It's just it's just a stare deep into your soul. Oh, them ones there. Yeah. And you know, oh my gosh, it's time. Man's in trouble. So <laughs> back up, back yeah, up. back Call up. Call the man, them. That's it. But yeah, no, I, I like you know we like to have fun, and obviously it's 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 a it's a, it's a good environment, man. We yeah, we got a good little thing. We got a little doggy as well. Yeah. Sick. Um, Chili, her name is. She's a half Jack Russell, half pug. The half, jug. Half Jack Russell. Proper personality, bro. Um, yeah? Yeah, she's like 10 now. So we had her first. So make sure, obviously, if we didn't kill her, we could probably handle kids. Okay. So we got we got Chili and she survived. So then, yeah, we had some kids. So it's like a proper that family setup. You yeah. know I mean? Boy, girl, mum, dad, dog. Yeah. House. Done. Nice. It's, it's great. I'm very, this is what I'm saying. I'm very blessed, bruv. You wake up and you've got to touch wood. You've got to, you know, thank yeah, the blessings. It's, because... it's been a bit mad lately. Everyone's like, vaccine this, vaccine that, all of these. I'm thinking just like, and okay, like, even whoever takes the vaccine, whatever, it's, it's, their, it's their choice, right? They do it, they do it, right? If they don't, they don't. It's their yeah. problem or whatnot, yeah. right? But why, why is everyone wasting so much time messaging people trolling each other on comments on other people's stuff mm-hmm. and wasting energy when you could actually be doing stuff that's productive and productive could be you could be just at home creating mm-hmm. you could be recording a podcast or i don't mm-hmm. know draw a picture or whatnot and i think people underestimate like the beauty of creating and creating doesn't have to be creating content mm-hmm. it could be anything cooking yeah it could be spe- whatever it is you know what i mean Absolutely. and i feel like now it's um that's why I really appreciate you saying that you're happy with what you got. And I think you would be the exact same mentality, even if you were in a one bedroom flat. Or yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Because I've kind of, I've been raised that way. Right. So you yeah. just appreciate everything you've got. You're grateful for what you've got. And you, you know, there's always someone out there that is doing way better, 
but there's always many people that are doing far worse. Yeah, you just can't so compare. So you just have to, you cannot compare. And again, it's another kind of cheesy thing to say, but you should really just only ever compare yourself to yourself. Always try and be a better version of yourself than what you were before. Yeah. As long as you can do that, then you're good. And it'll get to a time where you're just very happy. You're very content. Yeah. So enjoy that period of time. Yeah. I, I notice people become more happy when they remove their self from an environment, right? Mm. And this happens a lot when they travel, you know, this is when hippie Diren comes out. Mm -hmm. You know, when I when I travel, when I'm out and about in Bali, this, meeting new people, that, 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 mm. I'm so much happier. And I think sometimes when you get stuck in an environment, mm -hmm. you you without realizing, you do compare yourself a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. as soon as you remove yourself, you're like instantly happier. It's like, yeah. why can't we get into that part of a brain on a day-to-day -day basis, people would just be happier. Yeah. Generally. Like, it's very difficult though. It is. Because money, right? Yeah. We need money to do them kind of things and to enjoy those those yeah. type of experiences. Yeah. And to be able to detach ourselves from that money-making wheel is incredibly yeah. difficult. You know, I, I do look at the people that are kind of, they just live almost like in the middle of nowhere. They're self-sufficient. They grow their own food. They don't have TVs. They yeah. don't know nothing about social media. Yeah. They must, you, you. I think about that and think, God, that must be such a free way to live. Like, you know, yeah. just, just live off the land, do what you got to do. And that's, yeah. that's cool. Could I do that? Is that in my personality? I don't think it is. Yeah. So I've got to kind of just find the most comfortable place for me to be exactly. where I can still do the things I enjoy, still do that. It's all about balance, right? Yeah. As long as you can balance up everything and at the end of the day, you look back and you don't have regrets and you're happy with what you've done. Yeah. Like as my kids were born, I said, you know, I'm going to reduce my working time. So I was working like three and a half days, a week, uh, four and a half days a week at the time. Yeah. My daughter was born, I went to three and a half. Sick. Because I wanted to be around more. Yeah. When my son was born, I went to two and a half days a week. When this, as the singing dentist thing was taking off a bit more, I dropped another day. So now I do like one and a half days a week at yeah. the clinic. Good. And now, I since they're both at school now, I start at 10 o'clock because I want to take them to school every day. Yeah. So I take my kids to school, drop them off, and then I come in to London. I go to school, you know, go to work, whatever it is. Yeah. And if I can pick them up, I try to. If I can't, then my wife gets them. But yeah. that process of taking them to school every day, they'll remember that. Mate, I remember that. I can always yeah. go back to work five days a week as my yeah. clinic. I can do yeah. that whenever. But these this period of time of their life now, they'll remember that. They'll remember that he was around. And they'll get to a point where they don't want to be around their dad. You know I mean? <laughs> At the moment, they like me still. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to put in the work. We'll get to, but dad, can you just drop us off down the road? Yeah. You're so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, stop doing the eyebrows at my friends. I know that's coming, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's going to yeah. come. I think I'm the cool dad. And they'll yeah, be yeah. like, dad, you're so... Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know it's going to happen. But I so, can't wait to have kids to embarrass them. Oh, brother. Mate, I'm going to be drive-by at schools beeping. Literally. Say you love me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to stop. Know. You know what I mean? I'm going to be blaring loud garage, picking them up. Like my daughter's going to be, you know, 14, 15. Like, oh my, what is your dad listening to? Uh, I don't know. It's so solid, crew guard. Like, <laughs> I'm going to pull, yeah, pull up at Ascot. Like, I got 21 seconds. Go on, go on. Like, oh my God, my dad is so hard. Yeah, I can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> well, no, nah, it's great, man. It's great seeing people like you and like, because you're, you're, you're in, people that are listening to this that might not do this as much, you inspire them to do that more. I oh, think that's really you, important. You know what I mean? Because we're, to a level, we're all kind of, influences although that word is a bit mad but, yeah it's but mad, yeah. Wh whoever you are you influence mm. people around you yeah you know what i mean and you should absolutely you should lead by example yeah you know what i mean it, and, it's hard it's hard work yeah um and that's the other that's the other side of it like i always in all my videos i'm always super happy and to be fair i'm generally 
a happy type of guy in yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But obviously there's times you get stressed, there's times you get annoyed with something, there's times you get angry with stuff. You know, but if you can in in general, by the time you add them all up, if you can have way more positive times than the negative times, for me, then that's that's what I'm about. Yeah. You know, other people choose to live differently and that's yeah. that's their prerogative. But if we can inspire people, we can kind of make, yeah. you know, make people a bit happier, make people smile. So like my kind of tagline on my socials is creating smiles is my passion. Whether it's with your teeth, whether it's in the dentistry, whether it's with comedy, whether it's my songs, whether it's my jokes. Marketing genius. Creating smiles. See this guy, bro. Smart. Smart. Look into the camera right. and say that. Because look at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Creating smiles <laughs> is my passion. Swipe up. <laughs> um, I saw you do some bits on TV. What was that like? Yes, sir. So I've done, I've done loads of different things on TV. So the TV thing kind of happened. So on the dentistry side, basically my nurse one day decided to just call the local press in Basingstoke, the Basingstoke Gazette. And she kind of called them up and said, look, my boss is doing these videos online. People are really responding to it. It's going really well. She's gone viral. I didn't even know she did it. And then they checked out the videos and called back literally like 20 minutes later and said, oh my God, this is amazing. We want to do a story on him. So they came in. It was like a Tuesday. Yeah. They came in that afternoon and kind of did a little like interview. On the Wednesday, it made it to like some next newspaper on the Thursday it was in the Metro newspaper bro. no way yeah. mad like 100,000 200,000 copies wherever it was and people were sending me screenshots bruv you're in the Metro I was like what and it was all like you know dentist does funny songs to encourage us to brush teeth I was like I can't believe this so it was in the Metro that Friday so the day after I remember coming into work the phone was popping off everyone BBC News came and did a piece on me ITV London News then I was like their feel good Friday story that week so that, that was the first week the following Thursday on Lorraine the TV show Lorraine right daytime Dr. Hillary and Lorraine talk about this week's musical stuff, uh, medical stuff. So yeah. I made that. They chat about me. Have you seen this dentist guy online? Oh my God, he's so funny. That's... A week later, Dr. Hillary was on holiday and they were like, let's get this guy on and do a special dental show. So they called me up and said, do you want to come and do live TV? I was like, oh my God. Okay. And I just, I went, bruv, they don't prepare you for nothing. You turn up in ITV studios. This is when it was in South Bank. You turn up, they kind of take you to a green room. They're like, right, okay, so you're going to go live and um, here's some questions. We have some viewers' questions for you and see you later. And you kind of leave and you're like, what? Okay. Yeah. And they kind of wheel you out, put the mic on and just shove you on live telly. Five, four, three, two, we're in, we're in. And we're live. Yeah, and we're live. So here's Dr. Millard. I'm high. <laughs> and I, but I really enjoyed it. I yeah. reveled in it because all those years of yeah, performing nervous. and MC, nah, not nah, at all. See, I think that, that's all. all of that. Yeah. And this is why... That's what I'm saying. All that prep, bro. Things don't happen that, for a reason. And people f and people don't calculate all that. Exactly. They're like, oh, you're an overnight success. All nah. of this. But they don't see the hustle since day one. That's You've it. actually prepped yourself. They, even like me, I know when it happens one day for me when I'm on TV, I know doing these podcasts and having these conversations yeah. is going to help me. Absolutely. But you this know? is what I'm saying. This is the sharpening of the sword yeah. in that skill, you know? <laughs> Sound effects. So we did Lorraine. And then like two weeks later good morning britain called because there was a story in the press about children's teeth and how bad it is in the uk they wheeled me out so i did that and it was always like two elements we always have a bit of fun talk about the video then i do the serious side so it was like the singing dentist bit and then dr millard would talk and tell about teeth and all the rest of it and that just kept happening this morning called good morning britain called again this morning sky news channel five it was just i became the like go-to tv guy and then because of that for dentistry days. And then because of those little kind of bits here and there, you just start getting known. People see you. People do this, da, 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 radio. I started doing loads of... What was your first selfie like? Oh, man. That was... That's, that's still, that still gets me now. Like, oh, it's amazing, isn't it? Selfies. Yeah, I'm, I can't believe it. Like, these people know who I am. Or they see you. Know, oh, my isn't God. It? You're the dentist guy. Like, oh, hi. Was, I, I think it's great. It, it never bothers me. People are like, oh, do you mind if we take a photo? I'm like, yeah, man, get a photo out. Let's do it. 
I'm happy. I'm happy when that happens because it means they've seen the videos. And if they've seen the videos, then hopefully they've taken something from it. Even if it just put a smile on their face for those one minute, that's a privilege and an honour for me. Bro, I think when people people have asked me about it before, I, I can't pretend to be cool. Like, I just can't. I'm, yeah. Oh, my days, this is sick. I'm yeah, like, I get oh, gas. and dad, I'm, yeah. I made it. Yeah, I made no, it. Obviously, because it's nice. It's nice that people have seen your body of work. It's nice that it's made enough of an impact on that individual for them to care enough to want to have a photo with yeah. you. So I think it's a, it's a privilege yeah, that they want is. to do that. It's, it a, it's a huge compliment to the body of work that someone has seen it enough that they care to come and say hi. and You're say giving you know value, what? bro. Yeah, 100%. So I'm, I'm down with that. So yeah, the TV world was crazy. I did, I did a dance show with Diversity. Hey. That was so. Actually, you know, what? I just saw the boys. I saw Jordan and Pearl just outside. Oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I just bumped into them right now. So that was cool. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Ra- the radio. The yeah, radio yeah, they did the radio around yeah. it. And um, yeah, so that we did like a dance off thing. So they had a TV show called Steal the Show for New Year's. Yeah. And then um, they called me up and they was like, "Listen, can you dance?" I was like, "Well, man, got some moves, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so they wanted to do like a team of dentists versus a team of firefighters. So I knew a couple of breakers that are. That are dentists, hey, body popping but, but, but I'm talking windmills, In. flares, spinning oh, on heads, uh, that kind of level. Sick. And one guy is like European footwork champion and stuff. So oh, I brought them sick. in. I got a couple other girls that could pop and one was like a salsa dancer. We put together this crew, bruv. We annihilated this. Swear. Yeah, we came up with the things and it was sick. So that was one. That was my first like TV show kind of experience. Not okay. like Good Morning. That was, oh, it was such a big show. So much fun to do. And then off that... I became a judge on like a Saturday night primetime BBC singing contest show. That's sick, bro. All together I, now. You know what? I'm mad. so excited, but I want to do stuff like that. I'm buzzing, bro. I'm buzzing. And, but these things happen. When you put yourself out and about, yeah, yeah. you never know what one chance meeting or one chance yeah, yeah, thing yeah. would lead to something else. Yeah, yeah, So exactly. I find it hard to say no to things yeah. because you never know what could come off the back of it. Yeah, bro. But then you exactly. also have to be very mindful of your time yes. and not spreading yourself too thin and just saying yes to everything. Exactly. So yeah. it's getting that kind of balance, that filter, having a good team of people around you that can help, having people that aren't yes mans for you that just tell you, you know yeah you're the best in the world my wife is the number one at keeping me grounded bro wicked and I've known her since I was 20 and she was 19 so we've been together a long time she give you the slipper and that every now and then uh, I don't get slippers touch wood touch that's wood. kind of like a parent thing yeah, I yeah. kind of reserve that for yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm joking that's, that never happened <laughs> um, but yeah no, my wife she's she's known me since before all of this she's known my personality forever and if it wasn't for her kind of supporting everything and holding up everything from the, the background I wouldn't be able to do what I do and she's so not on that vibe. Like I've tried to get her on camera, she's not on it. I've tried to get her to even talk in the background sometimes. So we have some joke banter. Occasionally she'll drop a comment like, but she's just not about that at all. It's probably a good thing. Which is great because it thing. allows me to be about that Your and thing. she just holds everything up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, of course. Everything happens for a reason, like I said, bro. And the team, everything behind me is, is what's allowing me to... to and you've create. got... You got like management. I have management. Yep, that's I work really well with them. They understand me. They understand what I'm kind of doing and what they're trying to do. Um, so yeah, there, there's a lot of exciting things happening in 2021, man. Like I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't have to hit them up, bruv. I, to be fair, I did forget your rider, innit? I know I was supposed to bring Fiji water, but I have got you tap water, innit? Proper I mean, Kurdish tap water. That's fine. It's in a cup. It's cool. Um, it's not a paper cup. We have some glass up in here, so it's fine. I've got a nice little coffee. So it's okay, bro. You know what? That's one thing I've never been like. I even find it surprising when I go places and people like want to do stuff or bring stuff. Like yeah, they, they treat me like as if I was a celeb and I yeah. don't feel like I am that at all in any yeah, way. Like yeah, I see no. other people as celebs and I'm like, wow, that's that's the that's a celebrity I've seen, level. I've there. seen a lot of people you know take I mean? advantage of that from very early. Mm. And I've also heard the people that have worked with them 
absolutely hate them for that's it. what I'm saying they're, and they and they burn themselves out and yeah. they're like we don't want to work with this guy he's a dickhead yeah. he's telling me to go get a thing for, we haven't got it so I'm having to go down the road to the shop yeah. to find what he wants no, no, and no. he's boys no no that's what I'm saying no, <laughs> it's I'm, mad I've never been about that I find it uncomfortable yeah. when people kind of do do stuff for me when I'm so physically capable yeah. of doing it myself or well, like yeah. you know if I turn up with stuff I'm, I'm often one turning up with things inside yeah, like, yeah, you don't have yeah, to bring yeah. that we could get, and I'm like no that's alright man we're cool Iranian, like, what did you want you, like, you know I mean, I'm, yeah always you bring me a macbook today innit <laughs> where is it the box I can have the box I can have the box what so about teeth health, yeah? Yes, I've sir. got science to admit. Well, I got. I think there was about. I didn't realize you had to go to the dentist like twice a year and that, you know. I mean, well, like it took me. Let me tell you what happened. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I went to the dentist right probably for about <laughs> seven, eight years or something. Yeah, but listen, listen, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> seven, eight years or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I was in Bali. Mm-hmm. I was drinking this and that. I was in Australia. I was drinking more than usual and all of this stuff. It was actually when I first started kind of drinking. Mm-hmm. I was like 25, right? Two, mm-hmm. Three years ago now. Mm-hmm. And my gums started to hurt, bro. I was like, what the fuck is happening, bro? I'm like, this must be the barley water. I've got barley belly and all of that. So I'm like, I'm all right. But then I was like, do we need to go to the dentist? James was like, when's the last time you went to the dentist? I, was like, I don't know, fam. Because when's the time, last time you floss? I went, floss? I was like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, oh. went. I had to go to a dentist in Bali, bruv. I either thought when I walked in that either going to solve my issue and I'm going to walk out a happy man, or I'm going to catch some mad disease and die and die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all I could hear is she looked at me. She goes, "When's the last time you went to the dentist?" And she it was it was like in this hood place in Bali, mm. like the favelas. And I, she looked at me. She goes, "When's the last time you went to the dentist?" I said, "I don't remember. Like it's been years." She's like, "Okay, that's your problem." She got in there, did some bits. Brother, I swear there was rocks coming out of my mouth, bruv. Mm, tartar. And a lot of like, must have been a lot of pressure on my gums. Mm-hmm. The minute I walked out, my gum pain went, bruv. Mm. It was mad. And I've only recently started flossing, so I just okay. that, you know. Thank you. So do you want to know what happened to you? Yeah. So plaque <laughs> is something that builds up on everybody's teeth. It's unavoidable. It's a sticky biofilm of bacteria. And everyone gets it. But it's soft. Yeah. So if you are effectively removing it, then it doesn't linger and build up. Now, how to effectively remove it? Brushing. Everyone knows you've got to brush your teeth yeah. twice a day for two minutes. Using yeah. an electric brush does all the work for you. Use a yeah. manual brush with correct technique. It's fine. Yeah. But what the toothbrush will never do is go in between your teeth. So what floss is, is just one way of cleaning in between your teeth. Yeah. If the gaps in your teeth are really tight, then the floss is probably going to be the only thing that fits in between the teeth. Okay. If the gaps are a bit bigger, you can use these little interdental brushes. They're like little pokey brush things you put in, like a toilet brush. I've got some, I've got some, I've got some. They're for bigger gaps. If you really can't use either of those, there are these like oral irrigators, like water flossers. They shoot water and air out and different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you clean in between your teeth, that is an extension of brushing. People draw for the floss when they've got a piece of meat stuck in there or like a bit of bacon's irritating them. I mean, no. That is not what the floss is for. It's not to get bits of lettuce out. It's to clean the plaque away. So you have to floss daily like you brush your teeth. It's like having a shower and not cleaning your armpit. And not scrubbing up the mess. That's what I'm saying. You just you just wash your front and wash your back Mad. and don't clean the crotch. <laughs> wash your feet, don't clean in between your toes. I mean, what is that? <laughs> so you have to clean in between your teeth, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. So that's what the floss is for. If you're effectively removing that soft plaque, it yeah. doesn't build up because once it builds up, it starts to harden. Yeah. Like cal- like basically lime scale on your kettle. Yeah. 
and that becomes tartar yeah. or calculus. Yeah. That's what you had in your mouth. I can <laughs> the, tell. The disgrace. I know it already. Wait, there's the eye, bruv. You got it. You see, that, about, yeah, you got the eye. I should pretend my children have got gum disease. Yeah, bro. Because your face just... You yeah, I'm switched working on up. It. Thanks, beautiful. You switched up. You've got to talk about that. I, I did that. So, yeah. And then it that can't go. No matter how yeah. much you brush, floss, that ain't going. So then you have to scrape it off and dig it out. And that's what your dentist removed. So that allowed your gums to heal because that's a constant irritant to your gum. That's yeah. what gives you gum disease. Yeah. Your gums swell up. They bleed. They yeah. run away from it. Yeah. They recede. All of that. Yeah. And once it's gone, it's gone. It's yeah. like my hairline, bro. There's no <laughs> coming back. Once the gum is gone, it's gone. Yeah. So you got you got to preserve so it. So apparently, I'll turn it back just at the right time. Yes. So well, hopefully lucky. you can maintain. I you mean, might even know regularly. my dentist, Dr. V. She, I think she follows you. Follow her or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's cool. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Dr. V. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the food and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, she's safe. Yeah, yeah I like her. Yeah, she's, she's cool. She's cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing, bro. Keep keep the regular appointments going. Get a clean once a year. Yeah, make yeah. sure you're not missing any bits. But it's really about what you do at home. You're the one that's gonna stop yeah. that gum disease getting worse. It's like everything else, but like fitness. Yeah, yeah. Right. No point. You know, just not. If you if you do all the biggest amount of weights in the world and do everything cardio, da, 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 but you eat shit all the time, yeah, then you're not going to get the results. You've got to do both together, right? So going to the dentist and letting them clean up your teeth is great, but if you don't maintain that by cleaning well at home, you're always going to have problems. Bro, when I flossed, yeah, it was a bloodbath, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not even embarrassed to say Like it. a scene from a horror movie. Bro, it was mad. Okay. It wasn't just blood, you know. It was thick blood. Gloopy. Yeah, bro. Okay. It was mad. All right. Does that still happen now? No. That's what I'm saying. So it was that Not original build up. Now that you're maintaining, your gums have yeah. sealed up, they've healed. I can There's see no my teeth. More. Yeah. Because my gums, like, well, they're cool. Circle. I like that. Yeah, yeah. bruv. It was, it was a madness. Yes. So, um, so gum health is very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, um, I've got a question for you. Yes. Obviously, I've had a lot of questions. So of course, that's yeah. why I'm here, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fine. You get me. Yeah. But um, I got really excited about this because there's a few myths in it. So, uh, mouthwash. Is it a thing? Well, is, it, is it a waste? Okay, so mouthwash. Um, mouthwash is a good adjunct to effective oral hygiene. So what does that mean? Basically, if you brush your teeth really, really well yeah. and you clean in between your teeth really, really well, Technically, you don't need the mouthwash because yeah. you're mechanically removing everything. However, if you choose to use it, yeah. it has some benefits on top. Okay. If you're using mouthwash as a substitute for one of those things, that's the issue. That's the problem. People are like, do you brush twice a day? No, but I use mouthwash. I'm like, that's that's not helping me. That's not helping you. It's just a waste of time. So the way, again, if I liken mouthwash, think of it as wax on the car. Yeah. If you've got a filthy car yeah. and you just try and wax it, yeah. it's going to do nothing. Yeah, you've yeah. got to have a nice clean car first yeah. and then the wax adds an extra benefit. That's mm. what mouthwash is for you. So mechanically, you have to brush really well, clean in between your teeth really well, and then mouthwash can help. Now, there are certain instances when mouthwash is useful and they're like specifically targeted. Yeah, yeah. So there's some mouthwashes that target specifically gum disease. Use them yeah. in a short period of time. They have some chemical stuff in it that helps your gums in a short period of time. There are some mouthwashes that can help reduce sensitivity because they've got some certain ingredients in that help that. There's yeah. some mouthwashes that have a bit more fluoride in that can help prevent cavities from developing. Yeah. So there's certain things that can help. With, there's certain mouthwashes that just target bad breath. Yeah. That's it. I work with one actually. It's really good to be fair. <laughs> um, so that has some ingredients in it that just target the bacteria in your mouth that cause the bad breath. Yeah. So 
Yes, mouthwash can be useful for specific things, but the issue I've got with mouthwash is people just blindly buy an everyday use one, yeah. batter it twice a day, and think that they're doing a good job because they don't floss. That was me. Yeah, and that then you see that, that it doesn't me. have that effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so there yeah, you go. Yeah. So mouthwash is good as an adjunct, as an on top of, yeah. not as a replacement. So in one of your songs, I heard a lyric about like brushing the tongue in that. Is that Yo a thing? Tongue hygiene. <laughs> yes, that is a thing. This is something. This that, is so interesting to me, bro. Yeah, this is something that we don't really do much in the UK, and people don't know about enough in the UK. So, the top of your tongue has lots of taste buds, right? Yeah. That's what people know, but we call them um, papillae. Yeah. So basically, the different types, different thicknesses, and people have different types. Some some have got very like smooth ones. Some have got very deep ones. But when you eat, the food kind of debris, the bacteria, all that kind of stuff is on top of your tongue. Yeah, and it can start to pong and it can kind of, the bacteria that cause the bad breath, they can be on the top of the tongue. Okay. So, tongue cleansing is a very good idea. Now, some toothbrushes nowadays, on the back, they say they have a tongue cleaner. They are poopy. They're very, they're not good. They don't work. They're like tiny little bobbly things. All I've that does is kind of just rubs it, the nonsense yeah. around, creates like a weird sloth around your tongue, kind of gags you a little bit. They're just not <laughs> very good. You need a proper tongue scraper or okay. a tongue, even tongue brushes I'm not a fan of because yeah. they can hurt a bit. They can actually ulcerate your tongue. If you're scraping enough that it starts bleeding, that's too much. <laughs> so you just want to get, so the tongue scraper I've got is just like a U-shaped kind of bit of plastic. You get metal ones now as well because obviously we don't like all the plastic waste. Yeah. And you basically stick your tongue out as far as you can, get it as far back as you can without choking yourself, and then you just put it on the tongue and scrape down. Okay. And you'll see like a white film of gunk will just come off your tongue. Swear down. Yeah, and you should do that once a day. Yeah. And that just helps to keep the tongue clean, clear, reduces bad breath. It's a, it's a good thing to do as part of your oral hygiene routine. My mind is blown, you know. What do, you, what do you think about the man them going turkey to do their teeth? <laughs> good question. Like, you know why? Because I'm like, okay, they're going because it's cheaper, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Number one, are they actually doing a good job? Mm -hmm. Surely there must be ones that do a good job. But I feel like people are like, yeah, 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 hey, big man, your teeth are kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's calm. I'm going to go turkey. I feel mm -hmm. like it doesn't solve the problem. Mm -hmm. It's a bit like people getting surgery for fat loss. I agree. It doesn't solve the problem. So exactly. what's your opinion on that? So there's different elements, right? So turkey, the kind of tour, dental tourism. Yeah, turkey yeah. is getting a bad rep because that seems to be the main place. But people do dental tourism all over. Yeah, they end yeah. up in all sorts of places. Yeah. But... Turkey's the one now that gets a lot of rep because yeah. actually Turkey is actively marketing to the UK market yeah. now and they're inviting influencers over, offering free treatment yeah, yeah. in exchange for shares and comments and talking about it. So then the more influenceable, that's not a word, but you know, people, children, yeah. young people watching them will then go and do the same. So of course, like the UK, there are fantastic clinics and there are also bad clinics. Now, the level of care that they provide in Turkey, majority of the cases that I've seen actually is good. There's not an okay. issue with their quality of care. It's what they are doing. And in the instances where they don't do, it's not even that they don't do a good job. They are doing over-treatment a lot oh, of okay, times. Okay. That's the issue that I think mm. a lot of UK dentists have. Patients go there for veneers. Yeah, Veneers are a thin bit of porcelain covering that you place on the front of the tooth. Okay. Sometimes you can do that without even drilling a tooth. You can use a material called composite, which is like the same kind of white filling material. Okay. I have composite veneers on all my teeth. Okay. On top and bottom. Ten on the top, ten on the top. Good teeth, bro. I had, thank you. I had very worn teeth. <laughs> yeah. um, I used to grind a lot. 
not just in the club. <laughs> um, so I, I, you know, I clenched my teeth. I had a lot, very acidic diet growing up. Yeah, yeah. Eat a lot of fruit in yeah. the kind of Persian culture. Um, and when I was emceeing, so 17, 18, 19, Red Bull had just come out. So I used to batter that stuff. So I had a lot of acid erosion, fruit erosion, and attrition, so grinding my teeth away. So they were very small and sensitive. So I decided to build them up with composite. That for me was a good treatment modality. I needed no drilling, no injections, no tooth removal. Yeah. <laughs> no drilling. driller, young driller. Yeah. So that was very conservative. Yeah. My natural tooth substance is still underneath it. Yeah. With veneers, so even if they're made out of porcelain, you have to maybe shave off a very tiny amount, less than half a millimeter sometimes. Okay. Yeah. So a millimeter is tiny, half of that. Yeah. What unfortunately is happening, people are going to Turkey with pretty sound teeth. And instead of they're, they're thinking they're going there for veneers and they end up coming back with 20 crowns, full coverage. Their teeth are drilled right down to tiny little stumps and then a big slab of porcelain space over the top. And they're doing that in their early 30s, mid 20s often. Yeah, yeah. And so that's going to have a lifetime of problem for that tooth. That tooth can die away. It's going to need root canal treatment. It's painful. It's good business for you. Yeah, but, then, <laughs> but here's the thing. Yeah. They then fly back. And then they have issues and then they come to us with them 20 crowns that we don't know where it's been how, done, how it's, it's been done, what it looks like underneath. Yeah, yeah. And then we're supposed to fix it. So we inherit a problem then because fixing a single tooth amongst 20 is incredibly difficult. Okay. The reason they all look the same is because they were all done at the same time. Matching one tooth to 20 other, 19 other fake ones is really hard to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you end up inheriting that problem having not done the work. So that's why a lot of people say, look, go back to the original dentist. Yeah. So by the time you add your flight again, your hotel again, going there again. Stress. It's, you don't, I just think, yes, the UK is more expensive. Yeah. There's no doubt. But I don't think that the UK is expensive. I just think it's cheaper in Turkey. Yeah. Which is yeah. a difference. Yes. And the reason it's cheaper is just because their running costs are less, their yeah. material costs are less, their labor costs are less. Yeah. Um. So it's understandable. But you've got to weigh up the long term because everything in dentistry will eventually break down. Yeah. The only successful dentistry is what's in your mouth when you die. Okay. Which is quite a somber thought, but that's the reality. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, everything yeah. will eventually fail. Yeah, Same yeah, as yeah. a knee replacement. Yeah, yeah, when you yeah. have a knee replacement, the doctors have told you this is, this is not going to be your last knee replacement. Exactly. You know, you're going to need to replace that in 10 yeah. years, 15 yeah. years. Wear and tear. You treat it. And look yeah. After it. yeah. Your exactly. mouth yeah. is wear and tear. It's one of the most hostile environments on your body. Eating, food, drink, chat, you know, everything's going in and out of your, of your mouth. nice. <laughs> so, you know, you need to look after the mouth. And that's the other thing then. Some people that go with a bruck up teeth, why have your teeth got bruck up in the first place? They're going to treat that condition, but not give you the tools and means and maintenance to stop that becoming bruck up. So you've got to fix what was the cause of that yeah. happening in the first yeah. place. And then they go, they get all that treatment done and they just think, oh, I'm done. My, my teeth look legit. Yeah. But all of that will break down for the yeah, same yeah, reason yeah. that your natural tooth broke down. If you're yeah. not then seeing a dentist, you're not seeing a hygienist, you're not changing the the things that, you know, reduce the sugar frequency, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean properly twice a day, see a hygienist every six months. So those are the those are the issues with people going abroad. It's not that all the treatment there is bad. Far from it. Yeah. There yeah. are some I know lots of good Turkish dentists. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. great. They've got lovely clinics. Yeah. It's unfortunately when they have over-treatment or the bad treatment and then they come back and expect that that's all they ever need. Yeah. That's the big issue that we are seeing in the UK. Yeah. And it's happening on younger and younger people. We, you know, if a 20-something-year-old came to me with perfect teeth and said, I want 20 veneers. 
I'd be saying no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they say yes, it's cash. Yeah, of That's course, of difference. course. Yeah, yeah. No, of it's course. those kind of things that are the issue, not so much their skill levels. Also, any twenties, any anyone going anywhere to get their teeth done, I beg you, don't do them too white, man. They don't look natural, but I hate it. I, I swear, I'm like, I look at, it, I'm like, bro, that just looks too much on your face. <laughs> it's become a thing, um, it is. and. You know, as a clinician, then you need to have that conversation with them, show other kind of options to them. But ultimately, dude, and that is the thing, it is a patient choice. Yeah, right. you can't. And so you have to kind of respect sometimes what they want if it's not beyond the realms of totally unreasonable. Right. Like I said, if a 20 something year old person came and said, drill all my teeth down and give yeah. me crowns, I'd say absolutely not. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they might just need a good level of whitening. Now, if they decide they want their teeth as white as, you know, the toilet bowl. <laughs> then that's their prerogative. I, I didn't even realise before, like people like with teeth, I didn't realise how much they pay attention to teeth. Mm. I used to get girls say to me, I used to be like, what are you talking about, bruv? They were like, I love your fangs, Dylan. Like, fangs, what are you talking about, bruv? Did you know your smile is one of the first things that people actually notice? Your teeth. About 70-something percent My of smile. the first interaction. I mean, you're generically, but <laughs> specifically yours. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a lovely yeah. set. So, yeah, it... The smile is a massive part of communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With a baby who does not understand any words, <laughs> you smile at them, they smile back. Yeah. That is one of the most Body. beautiful connections yeah. you'll ever have yeah. because the smile is so important. The smile creates bonds without words. Yeah, it's powerful. Another one. Right. Hey. It does. So to have confidence in your smile, to be able to feel like you can smile, those yeah. things are, are what we are in the business of fixing for a lot of people because they don't have the confidence. They hate their smile. They don't yeah. like the shape of their teeth, the color of their teeth, yep. the crowding of their teeth, whatever it may be. So that's when dentistry can actually make a big difference. Yeah, for people. sure. Smile. For and we're not all horrible, you know, mean people with nah. you know needles that we want to jab you with in a white coat that's not the way dentistry is at all no. and that's what i've kind of been trying to change and you know change those you have man. i feel fresh every time i go to a dentist i'm like woo. see now i'm like i come out i'm like what well, i'm feeling sexy I'm feeling and you know fresh. what the best dentistry is no dentistry oh, i always okay. say that yeah, yeah, yeah avoid the problems be preventative look after your teeth so much that then you don't need a horrible root canal what about sugar <clears throat> sugar on the teeth yeah, so sugar's not ideal. It's so not ideal, but you can manage tooth, it. Tooth structure basically will decay. Okay. You need four things for a tooth to break down and, and become decayed. You need time. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. You need a tooth. Yeah. You need sugar. Yeah. And you need bacteria. Okay. Now, time and tooth, you can't do anything about. Well, unless you take all your teeth out. Yeah. You don't want to do that. And time, time is uh, inevitable. Inve I was... My oh. G. So... Sugar and bacteria, those are the things you can control. Bacteria, how do you control that? Effective oral hygiene. Yeah. Brush really well, remove the bacteria. Clean in between your teeth really well. Have you noticed how every time I've said clean in between your teeth, some people go floss, floss every day. Nah, clean in between your teeth, clean whatever that is for you. Okay. Whether yeah, it's yeah, the brushes, yeah. the flosses, the picks, the water flosses, whatever that is, yeah, clean yeah. in between every day. Yeah. Then sugar. Reduce, oh yeah, fluoride. One thing I just want to say about fluoride, because some people don't like fluoride. Yeah. The kind, you know, there's the whole like anti-fluoride movement. Usually the same people that kind of think the world is flat and everything should be off a bark of a tree. Yeah. So um, the, the, the fluoride. Fluoride is a naturally occurring element. Yes, if you were to ingest loads of it, mm -hmm. it is toxic. Yeah. Same with the alcohol is massively toxic if you yeah. ingest lots of it, yet you can just buy it in a shop. Yeah. Um, so... Fluoride has been proven to reduce tooth decay 
massively. When it was introduced like 30, 40 years ago, that's what's been very responsible for the declining tooth decay numbers. We still have quite high uh, tooth decay, but that's why fluoride is in so many dental products. As long as you use it topically, you don't jam there and munch a whole tube of toothpaste and ingest it and swallow it. When you're brushing your teeth, you spit out. It acts topically on that surface of the tooth to protect it. The enamel gets stronger by it. It can prevent early cavities from progressing. It can help to remineralize tooth that's already lost some of its strength. And it can stop the bacteria doing the process by which they burn holes in your teeth. I used to wash my mouth after you. After I used to brush my teeth. My yeah, dentist you should have. Like, what are you doing? You're, you're like literally rubbing cocoa butter on your skin and then washing it off. Washing it off, yeah. <laughs> because the fluoride protects your teeth. Did you know that? You did you see? Oh, see, it's a Turkish people don't thing. Know They're not, it's like people un, like we're, the advice. Yeah, is uneducated. Yeah. Spit, don't spit. rinse. Yeah. That's why spit. you hate you know those people that don't you hate, rinse. they're like <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But those, spit don't the, rinse. Yeah. So basically you brush your teeth, spit out all of the excess, and then and you it. let you, you let, let it, it sit I on the teeth. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. When they just brush their teeth and they don't, I'm like, what are they doing? That's that's what they're doing. You spit out all the toothpaste and then don't rinse afterwards because you leave the fluoride sitting on the teeth for 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. It naturally goes away by itself, but that protects your teeth. Yeah. Um, so also we're gonna invoice you for that tip. Thank you. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> so um yeah, bacteria reduce it, fluoride helps. Yeah. Then finally, sugar. So sugar substrate, the way that sugar causes holes in teeth is this: you have bacteria in your teeth, they eat the same sugar that you eat. Their byproduct after they digested that sugar is acid. Yeah. That acid will burn holes in the enamel. It breaks down, demineralizes the enamel. Yeah. If that keeps happening, you get a cavity forming. Okay. Once it breaks through the enamel, it gets to the softer part of the tooth inside called dentine. That breaks down much quicker. Then it starts getting closer to the nerve. Then it starts hurting. Or the enamel breaks. You get a massive hole in your tooth. So sugar. Sugar is kind of unavoidable in our diets nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the frequency that is very important because it's all about pH, right? As soon as that acid is released from the bacteria, the pH in your mouth drops. It becomes an acidic environment and it will stay there until that acid is buffered and you come back up to a neutral environment. So if you keep doing that and you keep dropping the pH down, once the pH goes to zero, it's not going to get any more. It can't go lower than that. That's just how pH works. So when you have a little bit of sugar, the acid gets released, your pH drops buffers back up you have another bit of sugar drops down again comes back up slowly you have another bit of sugar drops down again so you're spending a long a long period of time in a acidic environment your teeth are breaking down constantly yeah if you have loads in one go you hit that low ph but it's not going to go lower than that batter the sugar in one go and then be done with it be done with it so four times a day is what as a dentist, I will tell people, have something sugary. Now, that's going to be your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner, and one other snack, yeah. if you decide to have those meals a day. Yeah. So it depends on how you eat, right? Yeah. We can, obviously, that, that's your world now, bro. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, if you're going to have it, because invariably, in your breakfast, there's probably going to be some kind of sweet element, whether yeah, yeah. even a natural sugar. Yeah, yeah. In your lunch, probably there's going to be. In your dinner, there probably there's going to be. And then have another kind of snack in a day. Those four hits, once they're buffered, they're not going to have so much of an effect. It's not the enemy, but you have to manage it You well. have to manage that's it. That's what you're saying. Absolutely right. Okay. And that's the thing. Like, if you're going to have chocolate, yeah, right, have it all in one go. Okay. Batter it that's as me. part of your, as one of them. So if you're going to have a chocolate, have it maybe as like your dessert. If you love it, you've got a really sweet tooth, mash it down. Yeah. Because your pH is already low. It's not going to make that much difference. If you wait for everything to buffer up again and then you smash the chocolate, you're just going to drop the pH down again. Okay. You're going to start dissolving your teeth again. Sweets. Literally, eat it all in one go, man. If you have a sweet every 10 minutes, 
you're just going to be in an acidic environment so all day long. long. Because you do get people that are like people that are quite lean. Mm -hmm. Usually they snack a lot. Yeah, they're quite they're sensible with their caloric intake. Yes, people like me, I binge. Yeah, I'll just smash everything. Yeah, but that's that's better for your teeth. That's better for your teeth. Yeah, (laughs) sugary drinks, bro. Like you know, if you're gonna have one as part of your meal, you love a fizzy drink or whatever. Fine, okay, drink it as part of your meal. The ones that sit and put it down, do a bit of work, sip again, do a bit of yeah, work. Okay. That's bad because every sip is keeping that acid level. Yeah. What about diet drinks? Same as- so diet drinks don't have the sugar substrate, okay. but it's replaced with more acidic stuff. More acidic stuff. Yeah, so okay, that just gonna, okay. wears your teeth straight off the bat. Okay. So really the advice, if you're going to have sugary drinks or fizzy drinks or whatever, even sparkling water can yeah. damage your teeth because yeah. of the carbonic acid. Use a straw. To be fair, when I do have sparkling water, I'm always like, yeah, they feel a bit yeah, tingy, yeah, in it. Yeah, you see, yeah, 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 use yeah. a straw. Use a straw, so it doesn't touch your teeth. My mind is not blown plastic now. straws. By I've way. learned so much. Reusable metal straws or paper straws. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bravo, that, that's true. Honestly, that that will that will bypass your teeth. Yeah, sick. What's in for you at 2021? 2020. Everyone says it was a dead year. I liked it. I don't not liked it. It's, it was crazy. You look, but you've had to negotiate it. Yeah, it's been exactly. right. There's been some positives to come from 2020. Obviously, there's been a lot of negatives for a lot of people. Business, yeah. health. I mean, Jesus. Us. You know, stats have been not great for you know the health implications of it and stuff. Obviously, there's no there's no denying that it's been a tough year for everybody. But there has been some positives to come from it. 2021. It all depends, bro. I mean, I think everyone is clinging on to the hope and the fact that 2021 is going to be drastically different to 2020. I don't really think I don't it think is, so. bro. I don't think Unless so like overnight we all get vaccinated, you know, yeah. 19 million people or 37 million people, where it is in the UK, suddenly get the vaccine in one hit. Yeah, ain't gonna happen. Nah. 2021 is still gonna kind of start off dragging a bit. But you've got to make your you know, you've got to just still live life. You've got yeah, to negotiate yeah. it. Um, so I, it's funny. I did a poll on my kind of socials. Not an official poll. I just asked the question because there's so many different things I enjoy doing. So I enjoy acting. Yeah. I enjoy, you know, comedy acting. And I think I have an affinity to it. Like, I think, I think I'm all right at it. And I did a couple of little sketch things. And I did a, I've got a little scene in a movie coming out in oh, 2021. Swear down. Yeah, yeah. It's called On the Other Foot. And um, Sick. It's it's got quite a lot of recognizable faces in it. Swear. The story is sick. Um, I, me, I think I could get talk me about involved, bro. I'm coming. This is done. It's filmed. Sorry, bro. Maybe the next one. But basically, so the, the, the story is um, it kind of tackles the whole like racism thing. Yeah. And it's about like a quite a racist gentleman, white guy, and um, he wakes up in a black man's body, and he gets to experience life in the world as a. Can you a, say who's black. involved or no? Uh. I don't know. Can I? Probably not. Maybe there's there's some actually there's been some press out in it. So yeah, um, if you go on any socials, go to on the other foot, you'll see people. But like there's okay. some rant like Peter Andre's in it. Oh sick. Yeah, and he's really good in it. Oh for so, real. So yeah, I've known Pete a while, and um, he's he's he smashes it. He Ori, like nice do you know Ori Styler, the comedian, done a sniper pose. Uh, that's like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ori plays the kind of lead. Okay, like, Tim okay. Tim Faraday, he's a very recognizable like British actor. You'll yeah, recognize yeah, yeah. him. He plays the lead, and. There's a lot of kind of social media type people yeah, in it yeah, as yeah. well. But it's it's a comedy, but with a serious kind of side to it. Okay. It's a real good, feel-good thing. So engaging. Play, yeah, very much. And I, I play a dentist, <laughs> randomly. A funny dentist. Yeah. Who would have known? Who would have thought? Um, but I loved it. I loved being on set. I loved the process. And the feedback was amazing. I always said, look, you smashed it. Considering I have zero acting kind of you know background. I haven't been to like Sylvia Young or Brit School. Yeah. None of those. But, but just, it's the face expression. That's, that's why I mean. like... You've inspired me so timing. much because I want to do all that. Oh, sick. I want to do that's all what that. I'm saying. So yeah, listen, yeah. but that's the thing. You've got to almost like create it now. The world in which we're in, you can do a lot of stuff yourself. You can yeah. create that opportunity in that environment. And the more you do stuff, the universe will start giving it back to you. Yeah. So 
I want to do more acting, more comedy stuff in 2021. I've got some stuff written, some some bits and bobs we're doing. I'm working with some people for it. So that will be good. The music side. So this is what I'm saying. Yeah, coming back to the thing. I just put it out on my socials. I was like, look, guys, obviously I've done songs about teeth forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you want to see more of from me? Tell me, do you want to see more music stuff? Do you want to see more teeth stuff? Do you want to see some acting, some comedy stuff? What do you want to see? Yeah. And bro, I think 90 something percent of people just said, we want to see all of it. Bro. Like they didn't help me at all. Because it's all entertaining In, yeah. though. That's I was trying to find something to focus on. Yeah. Just basically focus on everything. I'm like, great. Thanks. So on the teeth stuff, like what do you want? People want this. Yeah. People want, like everything I've just said to you now. Yeah. And you've said, oh my God, I didn't even know. Yeah. Like I take it for granted that people know this stuff, but they don't. Yeah. So for me to make a series of videos that are engaging, that are yeah. cool, that are fun, that tells this type of stuff in a yeah. cool way. I think that would be a great thing I'll to do. I'll send you bits from this, bruv. Done not. Bruv. Gang lang shemang. Yes. So we'll, we'll put that in. <laughs> yeah. So music, the music side. Yes, I want to take that a bit more serious because yeah. doing the dental parody stuff, it's fun and parodies in general are fun. There's, do you know Munya? Uh, uh, the unknown creator. Pete. Yeah, Unknown Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruv, he's killing the parody oh, bruv, game right now. I know, he's yeah? killed it off. I've known Munya again a, a long time. I'm going to try and get him in here. Bruv, he's, try and get him in here. He's a genius though. He used to write a lot for other people yeah. and he just started writing for himself. And he's yeah. a genius, but his parodies are so sick. I'm kind of like leaving the parody world to him okay. because also he has f- creative freedom to parody anything. anything. For me, it was always a bit awkward. Like I just keep talking about teeth. Yeah. Like, know you know, what, what am I going to suddenly chat about? Yeah. What, washing machines. Like yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So I was always a bit limited. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you are though you can do it Yeah, you can do it but I reckon you're limiting yourself there if I'm being honest yeah. there's a lot of things you can talk about it's true I, mean, I suppose I could just be a dentist guy that sings doesn't have to always be about teeth right but I reckon I reckon if you dropped a tune mm-hmm. had no link to singing dentist singing this if mm-hmm. you didn't put singing dentist on it and just put your name yeah you reckon it'll do right? 100%. Because you got that voice, bro. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We might try Energy. It, but that's Energy. what I mean. So and then bring I me in, do... in it. I'm going to talk about fitness. Don't know. Fitness MC. Yes, my God. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> fitness MC. Minimum in the chest press. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was good. I like that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to do some serious music. I want to yeah. do some proper stuff, dancey stuff, more DJing. Throughout lockdown, that's one of that's one of the positives to come from lockdown for me was at the start of it, I think everyone was, you know, on lives and Zooms and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So every Saturday night, I, I did a DJ. bit of DJing from, so, my, yeah. from my yard, Club Conservatoire in my yeah. conservatory. And bro, it popped off, man. I'm yeah, not going to lie. So. Mad support. People loved it. And I was just playing old school tunes, man. And yeah, that did really well. And I just like to do that more. I, I proper enjoyed it. It was so much fun. So I'd like to do more of that in 2021, actually get out there maybe once events start again, just do some Sick. proper events and stuff. So yeah, there's there's lots of stuff planned. Yeah. It's all, it's all going to happen. time to do it, bruv. Bro. How about yourself? What's coming up for 2020 for you? 2021? Uh, I think I'm going to be doing a live event, innit? You have to come through. Wait, I'd love to, bro. Yeah, you have to come through. Yeah. I'm Hopefully I want to do one, so they're in talks of it, but let's see what happens. Sick. I'm, I'm excited. And then to be honest, I'm just kicking with the wind. I feel like good things are happening Yeah. and I'm not forcing things too much. I'm kind of, mm-hmm. just like you said, just trying bits, doing bits that I can without wearing myself out. And things will open up, bro. Mm-hmm. Things will, it's, it's the inevitable. Mm-hmm. Things will have to. Yeah, have to open up, bro. I want to exactly. say thank you for coming on. Nah, man, thank it you for having sick, me. It was man. Awesome. It was like, wicked, bro. Honestly, it's it. just simple, just easy chit chat. chat. Yeah, See, I told nice. you, I got notes, but I didn't even look at them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I didn't even look at them. But um, uh, uh, incidentally, I was going to say. So in twenty twenty one, one of the things I'm doing is is similar type of podcasty thing. Yeah. But I want to do it on a dental chair. Yeah, do it. Because I think getting people in the chair, you know. A lot of people find it uncomfortable. Yeah. I want to put you there and play some games and I'm do some coming. stuff and down. So you're down, yeah? I'm coming. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Set up. I haven't got a name for it yet. Not yet. But um, I think we'll do something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, 
yeah, I'm going to yeah. do that. As so. for people that say just heard from you through my podcast, yes, where sir. can they find you? So, yeah, any of the socials, it's either at Singing Dentist or at Dentist Singing on some of them. Um, but, yeah, if you just kind of put into any kind of search engine, I, I sort of pop up, man. Um, my website, singingdentist.com. You can go everywhere from there as well. Yeah, man, I'm That's about. He's, he's about. Everyone that was listening, thank you. Everyone that was watching, thank you. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and I shall see you guys on the next episode. Dr. Drating, peace.